Welcome back to the Retrocraptacular Podcast, where each month we continue our search for the best bad movies on the planet Earth. I am your host, Aaron, and I am joined, as always, by Matt. Hello! Hi! How's it uh, How's it going? You rattled that off nice and quick, like you're a natural or something. It's good. It's going good. I wonder how many people, you know, like, start listening to this podcast and then have no idea what it's about, because they didn't understand what you said, because you said it too quickly. It is a bit of a word jumble sometimes, because I say it real fast, yeah. but... It's just, it's tradition now, though. I like to get it out of the way and get into just the juice. The nitty gritty of, of what, we, what we're doing. The pulp. Yeah. You, I, like, I you like, like pulp? I do like pulp. You like pulp in your orange juice? Yeah, like I don't go out of the way to get it necessarily. You're not like, oh yeah, give me that extra pulp. Like, I'm not seeking it out. Like, I'm not pushing the jugs aside being like, where's the pulp? But like, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> okay. Are you smooth peanut butter or chunky peanut butter? I mean, peanut butter, I I like them both. Yeah. So you know? I almost always buy smooth, but then like when I get chunky, I'm like, mm, mm, this yeah. is like a little treat. So what you do is you buy smooth, but you also just buy peanuts. And then whenever you're feeling one way or the other. Just crush them up and chug them on. Yeah. yeah. Spread the peanut butter on your toast and then put actual peanuts on (laughs) your toast. And then bing, bang, boom. You got a stew going. Yeah. Unless you're one of those people that buys that like au natural peanut butter that you have to like mix up every time. I mean, I, I do use that sometimes. It is objectively more annoying. Yeah. But it also is better. <laughs> Apparently, if you have, it like, a hand blender. Yeah, actually, your mom taught me that trick. Okay, yeah, my mom taught me that trick yeah. also. <laughs> <laughs> you just, like, you can just blend it all up, and apparently it'll stay mm-hmm. more or less mixed. Yeah. So that's... Accurate. Top tip for peanut butter that you didn't think you'd get on this show. Welcome to the Retrocraptacular Podcast. More than just a... a couple of pretty pretty boys talking about pretty bad movies oh can we make that our twiddle twiddle our twiddle account i was gonna say twitter handle and i combined it oh our twiddle i can i can put it in our like like in our bio where like like where it's like because you can like oh like on the like like, the podcast app or something no like on the twitter on the twitter oh okay i don't use twitter (laughs) this is like like about the about me section or whatever okay you put more than just a couple i don't remember what you said but we did record it a couple of pretty boys talking about more than just pretty bad movies yeah yeah peanut butter and the other thing we talked pulp Mm -hmm. in orange juice we talked about it all Maybe I'm just hungry. <laughs> yeah, we didn't snack while we watched the movie this time. Which oh, we usually, I didn't think of that. We usually get some popcorn or something. I should have made popcorn. My apologies. I've well, been, can't a, been do a bad it host. Can't should do we it. just stop recording and go make popcorn? <laughs> and then there's, just do the podcast while <laughs> No, snacking. there's no bigger faux pas than eating f- while doing a podcast. And popcorn might be one of the worst things to eat. Yeah. It's like... like Kettle chips would be like number one. Yep. Popcorn's right underneath there. Yes. Yeah. Three would be like soup. I was gonna say like, I was gonna say <sighs> yeah, spaghetti. Yeah, something got a slur. Yeah. Also, okay. On the topic of soup. Okay. Do you like put the spoon into your mouth or are you one of those weirdos that like sucks the broth off of the spoon? What about all of the other wait? But what about, like, the chunks of stuff in your soup? 
Or are you, okay. are you talking about like a pureed soup or something? So you're making soup properly. Well, okay. So no, let's let's talk like okay. So we got like let's say we get like a very basic like chicken noodle soup. You got like the short little noodles in there. Okay. Yep. You got you got some chunks of chicken. Some chunks of chicken. Probably carrots. Oh, that's even. Oh, okay. That's no even, carrots. Yeah. All right. Easing <laughs> off on the veggies. Okay. Maybe maybe there's some carrots. Maybe some celery. Okay. That formed the base of the broth. Right. Right. Now, are you putting the whole spoon in your mouth and eating it silently like a dignified person, or are you slurping it up like some kind of soup monster? I, uh, I put it in my mouth. Yeah, me too. I fully put it in my mouth, and then once it's down to like the last little bits, then I slurp it like a monster out of the bowl. Yeah, yeah, that, that's fair. Yeah. This sounds like you maybe have a personal story <laughs> that you need no, to air. I, just, I know a surprising amount of people, or have met a surprising amount of people in my life, that that are like hold the soup next to their lips and like. Okay. Yeah. That's. I don't want to name names. It's no one. I'm not gonna call someone out on no, the podcast. No. That means it's someone who listens to the podcast. Which is like five Actually, people. I could narrow this down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we get downloads. <laughs> okay. Anyways, weird. movies and shit. Yeah. Do you like them? You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, it is it is spooky season. It's October. It Halloween's season. coming up. So I've had a big, long list of Halloween movies or sometimes shows. Mm. that I want to watch. Been uh, going through a bunch of them. Uh, first off the list uh, was definitely the Cartoon Network series Over the Garden Wall. Ooh, I'm not familiar with You're this. not familiar? Mm. Is this new? Mm. It's not new. It's not terribly old. I don't remember what year this came out. Okay. Um, but it is exquisite. It is so... It's hard to describe, but it is. Because I'm thinking Cartoon Network. I'm thinking Dexter's Laboratory. Uh, your Fairly Odd Parents. Um, maybe a Samurai Jack. Oh, Samurai. Because that's how they said it in the theme song. Samurai Jack. That's right. Samurai yeah. Jack was great. It's great. Yeah. It um, uh, nope. Not. It's not like any of those. Okay. It is. It is simultaneously beautiful and haunting. And hilarious and deep and intricate. It has great music. Um, one of the main characters voiced by Elijah Wood. Hmm. Um, it's honestly, it's just, it's so interesting and like kind of wacky, but not in a fun way. But it's it's really hard to describe. The, okay. t- the tone is sublime. I highly recommend Over the Garden Wall. Over the Wall. Garden Wall, where do you watch it? Um, from your friend that's downloaded it all. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. I I don't know if it actually streams anywhere, but it, yeah, it's it's so it's so good. It's it's the kind of thing like I'm gonna I watch it every year. Okay. Like cool. With, yeah. It's amazing. Nice. Um. Well, I think the listeners are gonna want to know definitely from last episode. Did you finish Rings of Power? Oh. <laughs> No. no. Um, I'm sorry. I did watch more since then. Okay. Um, 
spoilers for Rings of Power. Spoilers. I saw the episode that that ended with the volcanic eruption. Oh, okay, yeah. And I was like, "That's dope. Yeah. I like that a lot." But I still, I still haven't kept watching after that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, some stuff happens. Okay. That I was like, "Oh, you did that, huh?" Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Were, were some choices made? Some choices were made where it's like, "Oh, you just did the obvious thing. Cool, 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 cool." Cool. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, you yeah, know. I'm, I'm still sort of interested to finish it, but I, I've started to just kind of feel like, like it, it missed. This, this was a swing and a miss. Yeah. Again, it's very clear that this is the beginning of. This a, was a prologue. This is yeah. There's there's four more seasons coming. Not everything is going to be wrapped up neatly. Of course. And nicely in this one season. So I think a lot of people that are mad about it got to chill. Fair. In that sense. Um, but also, it has um, some prequelitis. Mm. Which is not like a dig at like the Star Wars prequels, but... Um, like, but it is though, isn't it? No, not, <laughs> not necessarily, because... I don't like. I don't think the Star Wars prequels ever tried to like. They um. Like they weren't hiding the fact that Anakin was going to turn into Darth Vader at the end. You know. Yeah. They weren't That's trying. True. They weren't trying to make it a surprise. They're like you know what's going to happen. We're just going to show you how it happened. Mm-hmm. And this is clearly trying to do some like. Um. Like, oh, what what could possibly be happening? It's a mystery box. And it's like, oh, it's a mystery box. But is it this thing? And they're like, we'll never tell. It's like, but it's that thing, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe. Like, but it is, though. Because you didn't wrap it fully. I can see the, <laughs> the price tag. I shook it, and it's Lego. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's kind of one of those things. It's okay. Let me t- let me just put it this way: they all but reveal exactly who the stranger is, and it's exactly who you expect it to be. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. And they do it in a way where it's like, "Aren't we clever?" And it's like, "No." Well, it would have been clever if it was a new character. It would have been clever if it was anything else. <laughs> Or if you were setting it up to be one character, and we were all like, "Ah, yes, of course." And then you, you, well, I mean, okay. So there's like, there's two theories, right? There's people are like, "That's either Sauron, or it's Gandalf." And I'm like, "What if it's neither of them?" Mm. And I'll just say this: it's one of the two. <laughs> Damn it! At least. Everything that they're said, like I said, they don't, it, they don't come right out and say it, but everything that they're, you know, implying heavily is like, yeah, okay, we get it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, that's butts. It is butts. Unless, unless they, they pull a bait and switch 
in season two, and it's like, it actually is Saruman, which would be cool, but they won't, and I definitely grabbed a pillow and screamed into it. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess we will see what happens next, unless I never keep watching, which yeah. is a possibility. The, it didn't grab me. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna still. I'm gonna keep going with it, but man, huh. there's opportunities to to do things and 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 play with expectations, and they weren't taken. Bummer. Yeah. Bit of a bummer, but. Um, you know, that's kind of the risk you run when you do something that's set before something that we already know. Yeah. You know? Yep. That is difficult to pull off. Um, And, like, I understand that there's a... Because, like, as soon as the episode was over, I grabbed my copy of Return of the King and I'm flipping to the appendices and I'm reading <laughs> the timeline and I'm going, what the fuck are they doing here? <laughs> Um, yeah. And I get that they're compressing the timeline hmm. a little bit because it takes place over hundreds and hundreds of years. Right. Because elves live a long time and Numenorians live a long time and I guess maybe dwarves also live a longish time. Longer than humans, I'm pretty sure. Probably. Mm-hmm. But my perception might be skewed by Dungeons and Dragons. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but you know, the Numenorians live longer than regular men mm-hmm. right because like aragorn's supposed to be like 87 or whatever yeah something like that it's a hot 87 year old yeah he's doing he does pilates mm. um so <laughs> yeah that's uh hmm. that's my thought without directly just spoiling everything it's as close as i can get to explaining my grievances cool with lord of the rings but i i'm gonna keep watching i'm not i'm not nearly as deep into like tolkien lore and stuff as other people that i know that are watching it oh yeah yeah i'm not either like i'm not i'm not super crazy um you know into the like I've I I've tried to read the Silmarillion maybe half a dozen times and I've never got past page ten. I've never even touched yeah. it. It's fucking horrible to to attempt. It's not fun. Um, you know, and I know people that have read it multiple times. Oochie, oochie. You know, but so I don't I don't really care. I'm like, just show me like good lord of the rings thing yeah give me a good show and if the lore doesn't match up perfectly um i'll forgive it my issue is with don't don't do the obvious thing and then act like you're being super clever about Mm. it yeah you know i gotcha my thing is just like be a better writer (laughs) that's my big thing so yeah hot take yeah well, it's probably not that hot. I'm sure most people feel that way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What makes a hot take? What makes a take hot? Um. Oh, okay. A hot take is uh like 
Uh, what's the thing that everyone likes? Pizza. Pizza. Um, pizza sucks. Is a hot pizza? Actually, no. A hot take would be like, actually, pizza isn't as good as you think it is, and let me explain why. Would okay. be would be like a hot take. So it is like an unpopular opinion. Kinda, yeah. Like uh, a hot take would okay. be. Um. Actually, we don't need forty-seven Marvel shows happening all at the same time. <laughs> And maybe they should give up and go away for a while. Hmm. Like take a take a breather. Take a break. Take a break. Come up with one good idea. Yeah. And then do that. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. That's kind of a hot take. Or like, uh, actually, the DC universe is better than the Marvel universe. Mm. especially with their movies mm. that's a hot take that's a hot take yeah gotcha but saying that rings of power is kind of mid no nah, i think that's a pretty generally accepted take room temperature take might even be a hotter take to say like rings of power is exceptional oh okay uh-huh. <laughs> and you just don't get it Oof. rude no huh. lord of rings of power is like it's just it's just pretty good yeah, this, I think the thing that sucks the most for me is that it's so beautiful. Yeah, it's so beautiful, it's and so I'm watching it being expensive. like, "Oh, this is gorgeous," and then I'm like, "I wish Galadriel wasn't a static character." Yeah, I'm assuming she will get less static to become the Galadriel that we know more. She already like, kind of does near the end. Near the end, yeah. Uh, okay, she's been like, she's been boring to watch. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's been a lot of, um, we need to go do this and then they stand around for a bit and don't do it. Or it's like, we need to go do this, but there is this hardship in the way. The hardship is now overcome. Now we do the thing. And I'm like, oh, okay. I guess <laughs> did that need, did that matter? Yeah. Yeah. There, there was a lot of, they could have got to off of Numenor a lot faster you know they're burning their boats and she's breaking into the tower and she's like this guy's the king of the southlands or whatever and yeah 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 but again the last episode that i watched i did like when the where the volcano explode it ended with the volcano explode yeah because yeah. it because it's like you know they're in the town and then they get the thing because the the boy gives it up and then all of a sudden, the Numenorians come in, and it feels like you, it, they're coming in very, like, deus ex machina style, where it's mm-hmm. like, don't worry, we'll save the day. We came from nowhere and had no idea you were here. Um, and then, uh, what's his butt? Father. Um, Adar. Adar. Gets on the horse, you know, yeah. with the bundle and pieces. And, like, and then they catch him. And I was like, oh, okay, that sucks. That they just, like, got him right away. And then finally, like, you know, they haven't been touching the, the, the satchel. And finally the boy unravels it and it's just a hatchet. And I'm like, oh, yes. Yeah. That's that kind of twist I was looking for. And I was wondering, too. It was like several scenes ago. I was like, where the hell is that old bastard? Mm-hmm. 
And then... Because he's like, I have a task for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, where is he? And then bada bing, bada boom, he's getting erect and putting it in. And I I apologize. <laughs> I regret my decisions. But, yeah. And then also the thing that I really like, because we knew that they were going to make Mordor. He's like, I need a place for my kids. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. he's going to make Mordor. And I thought it was going to be yeah, like Yeah, and if, some... you, if you look at the map... It's, it's, like, it's Mordor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, if you have any basic familiarity with the map of Middle Earth, it's like, oh, that's like right about where Mordor is. Yeah, and I mean, much. you know, the map is a little different at this point because like Gondor doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Rivendell's been established yet or not. Um, I guess I kind of assumed that that's where, you know, the scenes where there's the king. No, no, they take place in Lindon. Linden. Yeah, Lyndon Washington. Lyndon Washington. I was just going to say that. Um, that's, that's where the outlet mall is going to be. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're, they, they turn the King's Palace into a Nordstrom rack. All the, everyone gets great deals on suits. Love it. Yeah. Uh, but no, the thing that really interested me, that I thought it was going to be, you know, like some kind of blood sacrifice and dark magic, and then, like, the land would get corrupted. But then it's like... No, they were building aqueducts with their manual laborers. Yeah. That's why they had those tunnels. And then the sword is a key that just unlocks the dam yeah. at the top of the mountain. And then it's water. And then the water rushes through and it goes in the volcano. The volcano freaks out, which I would too if I got a bunch of water dumped on me. Yeah, that's actually scientifically accurate. I, yeah. I saw a science video or something. Oh, like, you did? Yeah. So okay. it's like, actually, this is how this can happen and why. That's cool. Yeah. I thought so. I wasn't positive. I'm not a um, Vulcan. What? <laughs> what do they call... What are the people who study volcanoes called again? A volcanologist? No, those are the people who study Vulcans. Oh. Um, uh, nerds? Yes. Yeah. I'm not a nerd. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then it happened, you know? And then, you know, all the smoke and the eruption and it blots out the sun. And I'm like, that's so smart. Yeah. Like, that is brilliant. Mm-hmm. I like that. I don't know why that wasn't enough <laughs> to make me want to keep watching. But, yeah, I did yeah. really enjoy that aspect. It's also kind of obvious because, like, earlier on, you know, no one's talking about Mordor. No one's ever saying, oh, we're going to go to Mordor. Oh, Sauron's in Mordor. Any of the Mordor. And then they're talking about the Southlands, and it's like, I've never heard of the Southlands before. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a lot of... So that's a nice setup and payoff for rewarding people for knowing something about the subject matter that you're talking about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but then other stuff is not so well yes here we are um but overall good all right anything else on your halloween watch list that you've been going through i got some stuff if you want me to talk while you think. Oh, my brain died. I'm okay. like, I've watched so many movies, and then I don't remember any of them. I watched every single Saw movie. How many is that? Nine. Nine? <laughs> yeah. I've never even seen one of them. How, in what, what was the time frame that you watched nine like Saw a movies? a week. A week? Yeah. How is your brain doing? <laughs> it's fine. Oh, no. Uh, let me tell you. They 
the first one's pretty good. Okay. It's like a cool original kind of, it's more a thriller mostly than a horror movie. And then they take a steep nosedive. Okay. Just like each one just like getting worse and worse and worse until you get to like Saw 5 and they kind of just start to look like made for TV movies. Oh boy. With like way, just way more gore than you'd ever be allowed to have on TV, but they're just filmed horribly oh they just look so cheap and so shitty um and then so i guess like they had seven movies come out in seven years wow they just, every halloween there was just a new saw movie every year bang 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 just banged them out Yikes. and then they took like a like a seven year break or something like that hmm and then they did another one called Jigsaw, and that one's okay. All right. And then there was one that came out last year, which I had I went and saw it in the theater when it came out, so I'd seen it before. And I should say, I'd seen a couple of the Saw movies. I think I'd seen the first three before. Oh, okay. And then this... That still leaves a lot that you hadn't. <laughs> ninth one, Spiral, I'd seen that one as well. And that one's pretty good also. Okay. Because it's kind of more back to the like police procedural cop movie kind of thing. Hmm. So yeah, Don watched all nine Saw movies wow. in like a week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um Do I regret it? That was, that was gonna be my question. Kind of. Yeah, it's a yeah. that's a lot. I feel like I have not been enriched by mm. this experience in any way, you know. But it was something of a morbid curiosity to me. Oh? Yeah. Well, and how this came about was, I was at Walmart, I was looking through the movies, and they had the Blu-ray of Spiral there for $20. And I was like, I did like that movie, I would add that to my collection. And then right next to it, they had the Saw 9 movie collection. (laughs) For $30. Walmart gets you again. And I'm like, well, you know what? I also like the first Saw. So for $10 more, I get the first Saw, and I get the new one that I like, and I get (laughs) seven other Saw movies that I have not seen. I mean, that is a pretty cheap price for a nonology or whatever you would call my I think so. It's a pretty it's a it's a stripped down set. There's no special features, no like not even an audio commentary, nothing. Oh, okay. Well. You get some subtitles in English or Spanish and that's it. <laughs> okay. I don't even think you get audio in Spanish. Wow. Yeah. Well, uh so uh well, except for the jigsaw and spiral discs, those appear to be just they just chuck those in. Like they had them pressed. Like you open the case and they just like fell out. <laughs> no, no, like 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 Saw One and Two are on one Blu-ray, and then like three, four, and five are on another Blu-ray, okay. and then like six and seven are on a third Blu-ray. Right. But like Jigsaw has its own disc. Right. Okay. And Spiral has its own disc, and they're probably just like the normal discs that they just grabbed and chucked into the set to. Gotcha. Yeah. So that has like commentaries and behind the scenes and stuff and yeah okay yeah wow that's, so that's yeah. so much that's so many that's so many movies it's a lot Woof.
Did you think of anything else yet that you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I okay. did. Have you ever seen Paranorman? No. Oh, it's it's lovely. I really enjoyed it. Um, is it stop motion? It is stop okay. motion. I think it's by Studio Leica, um, uh, if I remember correctly. And they're they're a studio that like has done no wrong for me. For they're me. the ones that did Kubo and the Two Strings. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're wonderful. Um, it's weird that that guy directed the only good Transformers movie. There was a good Transformers movie? Bumblebee's pretty good, yeah. Oh, never saw it. Yeah, cool. Good to know. I mean, like, the bar is quite low. Indeed. And so it's like, oh, I can see what's happening. This is good. <laughs> okay, no, I'm sorry. There is a good Transformers movie. It's animated and it's from the 90s. <laughs> it's from the 80s, I think. Oh, the 80s. My apologies. Yeah. Um, Unless it's like 1990 or something. Starring like Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. I have never actually seen that movie all the way through. What? Yeah. Have we never watched it together all the way I through? We started watching it one time, and then we wanted to play with Transformers toys. Mm, it'll have that effect. Yeah. One might say it's designed to have that effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I read an interesting thread the other day about like why we're so obsessed with like nostalgia and like brand loyalty and it's like because in the 80s reagan did deregulated children's programming which basically allowed all these people to just make half hour cartoon commercials for their toys right like he-man and gi joe and transformers and all that kind of stuff and it's just like created this like need for like you could have something that looks like he-man but if it's not he the exact he-man that you expect or remember then it's bad interesting so which is also why when people try to do new and interesting things with brands like the he-man and the masters of the universe show on netflix right and he spoilers he-man dies in the end of the first episode yes people are like this is bullshit i loved it yeah it's great i was like i had little expectations for that show and at the end he-man dies and i'm like yes fuck yes i'm in yeah this is brilliant and bold yeah and Um, so you know they're like no i just wanted an episode where like every episode he-man does badass stuff Weird. And I just want to be spoon-fed this thing that makes me feel like I felt when I was playing with my toys. Right. And, yeah. So you're saying we're brainwashed and it's Reagan's fault. It does, yes, technically go back to Ronald Reagan. It's kind of his fault. Which is why, so, new th- other thing, I, I watched Halloween Ends. Which is the last Halloween movie that will ever be made. Don't even think about it. Don't even <laughs> think about... I was about to <laughs> ask <laughs> um you know and uh, it's gonna be the, the most finalist one ever and they're mm. never gonna make another one the final and chapter part one <laughs> i enjoyed it mm. for the most part okay i was like there's an what, ellipses there. <laughs> there is an ellipses and i think so what i really liked about it is that they tried to do something new and different mm. Which maybe you should have tried to do like two movies ago in the mm. thing, um, instead of just chucking it into the last one. Instead, you know, but 
Because, like, maybe you don't want to try something new and different in the one that's the last one. Interesting. Interesting take. Well, because then it's like, okay, well, that's, that's uh, like, oh, you did something new and different. That's nice. It's all well and good, but now it's over. It doesn't matter. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yes, I do know what you mean. And there's this, like, kind of finality that's, like, tacked on to the end where they have to, like, she kills Michael Myers at the end and they throw him into a, like, metal crunching thing and you see him get what are they in a junkyard or something no they kill she kills him in her kitchen and then they strap him to the roof of the car and then drive to a junkyard and then throw his body into like a metal crushing thing (laughs) nice yeah um but michael myers is not in the movie for a lot of it there's like a new character that kind of takes over and um is kind of using the michael myers legacy to be like sort of a not really a copycat killer, but like, it's almost like he's feeding off Michael's evil. There's interesting ideas at play. I don't think they're all executed hmm. the best, um, but it's it's for like the what thirteenth movie in a franchise and like the third reboot. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like oh. This is actually one of the better sequels, like probably in the top three or four sequels that you've done, which is crazy. Wow. Yeah. Fourth reboot? Hold on. That many? I guess, well, I guess it depends on what you count. So like Halloween 1 and 2, right? And then Season of the Witch. Is that a reboot? Because Season of the Witch is an anthology. Uh, they, then, they don't like to put labels on it, you know. And then it goes back to the return of Michael Myers in Halloween Four. So, like, is that reboot number one? And then they did the one in the '90s where they erased all of the previous sequels and went back to do a direct sequel to Halloween One or Two. You know, experts still disagree. And then there's the Rob Zombie reboot, and then there's this new reboot, which goes back to Halloween One as like a sequel. Maybe every movie has been a reboot. Maybe, kinda. um so yeah but a lot of people are real mad about it because they don't have michael myers because it was different because it was different but then they also complain when it's too much the same so it's like what do you want yeah that's a problem it's like it's basically exactly the same as the first one it's just not as good yeah that's a weird thing that people have with their expectations that i have come to learn is just going to be a constant Mm -hmm. where like there will be a large faction of loud angry people who hate a thing yeah forever and it's it's unfortunate it was really star wars that opened up my eyes oh yeah how bad this actually is because it's never going to be as good as you remembered it being when you were a kid yeah and people that grew up liking the prequels feel that way about the sequels yeah and like there's there's a whole bunch of people that grew up watching like the Clone Wars animated show and the prequels and like that's kind of their Star Wars and they don't really care about the original trilogy too much. You know? Like yeah. They like they don't have that sort of reverence for it the way we do cuz we I mean we didn't grow up seeing them in the theaters but that was what we watched like on VHS and stuff exactly as little kids. Um and and so like they kind of like look at the sequels and they're like this is crap and this is stupid and, 
Like, so, like, when they put, you know, clone troopers and stuff in Battlefront 2, all of a sudden people are like, yeah, fuck, this is exciting. And then there's a bunch of, like, 40-year-old nihilists going, like, why? Why do you want this? Of course. You know? So, yeah. There's just going to be this, like, unending cycle of disappointment. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> this episode got heavy. Yeah. Speaking of making the same movie over and over again and expecting a different result. <laughs> we watched the same movie we watched last month. <laughs> yeah, last we did. week or two weeks ago, whenever I don't it was. remember. I don't remember when it was. We yeah. Uh, yeah, we did. It we, was weird. We went back and revisited the uh original scrapped version of the exorcist prequel dominion prequel to the exorcist which is such a title it's a yeah well the exorcist the beginning was taken so (laughs) yes right (laughs) because originally they shot it as exorcist the beginning right and then they reshot it and released that version and then when that didn't get received well they were like "Ooh, well we have this other one here so just so i have it just so i have it straight the movie that we watched for this episode yeah was shot first yes technically released second second. yep roger correct cool so they hired paul schrader the guy who wrote taxi driver which is a you know, deep character study mm-hmm. into the mind of a man slowly losing his grip on reality as he drives a taxi late at night right. in New York City. And they hired him to write and direct. Well, yeah, he, uh, I don't know if he actually wrote. I, no, he didn't write it. The guy that wrote Terminator 2 wrote this. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Um, With someone else. I think he probably has a story credit on it, though. I wasn't paying too close attention at the credits, but... So they hired this guy to make the movie. And then they were weirded out when he turned in a dark character study of a man slowly, you know, confronting the horrors of his past. Yep. And we're like, why isn't it scary, though? (laughs) Paul, it's supposed to be scary. You said it was going to be scary. Yep. And he's like, what could possibly be more horrifying than <laughs> staring into the abyss of nothingness and confronting your faith and realizing that there's nothing there for you and that your past will always come to haunt you. And they're like, what about ghosts and demons and <laughs> shit, Paul? Existential Paul. dread is way scarier <laughs> than... Then jump scares, you know? Come what on. if the hyenas eat a boy, though? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, man, we thought the hyenas in the first one looked bad. Yeah. Ooh. There were these terrible, weird, awful CGI hyenas when they were in a pack. But then when it was a close-up of one of them, it was a real animal. Yeah, but he's just, like, standing still. So it's either, like, a really good puppet or they just got one well-trained hyena to Maybe. sit for a close-up <laughs> um but yeah so basically when this didn't when the first one didn't do well they were like oh fuck uh okay sure we can release the paul schrader version um and they gave him something like 50 grand to 
finish it. Which sounds like a lot of money, but it's not. It's not. Especially when you got to do VFX and stuff still. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that definitely shows. Yep. At one um, point, there's a CGI where I think it's supposed to be a snake going by someone's foot really quickly. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, I recognize that from Reboot. Yeah. No, there's some like primetime in the 90s uh, level visual effects mm-hmm. going on here. Yeah, um, some real special stuff on par with like the mare snake from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Season the three, mare. The mare of Sunnyvale turns into a snake monster. Do you remember that? I don't remember that actually. Oh, I think it's the end of season three. Hmm. Yeah, so that's fun. Um, so how are we gonna talk? Are we gonna like <sighs> recap the plot? Because it's like all of the major. No, well there there are some differences. But there's like, some differences. There's some characters that were added in the beginning that are not in Dominion. Which also, I think we should refer to them as beginning and Dominion. Just as like that's a, a good clarification, yeah. Because if we say the first one, the second one, it's going to be it confusing. Gets real messy, yep. yeah. <laughs> um, if I do slip up, though, I'm usually going to be referring to the first one that we watched. Yes, this I'll, is the... referring to beginning as the first one because it came out first. But, right. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, we'll try and keep it consistent. The beginning, yeah. Dominion. Beginning and Dominion. Yeah. So, um, I mean, right off the bat, Dominion um, starts with the scene that sets up Marin's character. Like, mm-hmm. Father Marin is a priest, the Nazis are there, and they make him select people from his village to die, otherwise they will all die. Mm-hmm. And we start with that scene. Yeah. Whereas in well, the beginning... Well, and also you get context for it. So you don't really get that in beginning, right? Yeah. Because you just see it in pieces and flashbacks. And you're like, why is this Nazi being a dick? Yeah. I mean, like, he's a Nazi. He's, yeah, he's a, yeah, yeah. And but... I think that they assume that, like, that's all you're going to need. Yeah. Right? Um, But it's like someone murdered a German soldier that stabbed him in the back with a kitchen knife and left him in a ditch. Mm-hmm. Someone in this village did it, and we're going to find out who, and we're going to execute that person. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's what needs to be done. So they get the, they bring the priest over because they're like, they confess to you. Yeah, exactly. There's a reason. <laughs> um, Tell me, you know, it's not just, I'm here to shoot the, the children, priest. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. We didn't talk about that in the last episode, but the way that the guy says priest, he's like, God's not here, priest. And he really, yeah. really hugs those R's. Yeah. Um, yeah. The German soldier in this one doesn't really try to do an accent too much. Yeah. He kind of Kevin Costner's his way through it. There's some words <laughs> where he's like, uh, you, you, you the, the German army is retreating. And you think that uh, you are safe, but you're not. And it's like, okay, are you going to do it or are you not going to do it? it yeah, Pick but it one. was <laughs> in ultimately less distracting than the priest yeah. version. God's not here today, priest. Yeah. Can't you tell how German I am? <laughs> I will shoot the little girl now. Watch me shoot her. It's like, okay, buddy. Yeah. Okay, Nick Kroll. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a very like Nick Kroll <laughs> comedy level accent. Yeah, doesn't Nick Kroll play a German in something, and it sounds exactly like that? 
Is that is that Nick Kroll in uh, in like the episode of Community where there's the Germans? Oh yeah, the yeah, 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 the foosball. Yeah. I'm not even touching the Fußenschaft. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, that's what it was like in the beginning. Totally. <laughs> um, yeah, Dominion. It was better. It was a much. It was a much more. It was well, a, well, it's a better thought out movie. Yeah. I don't think it necessarily delivers in no. terms of execution. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of execution, and I don't know how much of that is due to the fact, like, I don't know if they finished filming the whole thing before it got canned, or if they just shot most of it, and then, like, you know, maybe they needed to go back and do some reshoots, some pickups or something, and and, and get some more material to finish it. I know that they only gave him about 50k, and so, like, the effects are real bad, and the composer ended up doing a bunch of scoring just, like, on his own time for free. Hmm. Because they just didn't have money to pay him. And he was like, well, if my name's on it. I want it to be good. So I guess I'll just do it. Yeah. That sucks. Um, so, and they did use some of the music from the beginning as well in their points, I think. But it's a good way to recycle. Yeah. It. Yeah. It's like, it's ultimately, you know, character motivation is there. Mm-hmm. And the setting and actions taken are more realistic in Dominion than in the beginning. Yeah. But... The the idea, I think, in Dominion that the church and the demon that's possessing the boy... So there's, there's the new character that's kind of like the biggest difference between Dominion and beginning is that there's this boy in the village who's like a cripple and he's uh like an outsider and the villagers don't like him and yeah kind of they, they say he's cursed yeah it kind of seems like he lives like not in the in the village but like out in the rocks and like yeah comes he's, close to like scavenge water essentially yeah he's like scavenging stuff when at night and things like that right? rail so. thin has uh bone deformities yeah um yeah um and so um, Father Marin has been trying to like, well, he's not Father Marin at this point, but you know, he's an archaeologist. He's been trying to befriend this, um, boy as, as he's been doing the dig and can't really get close to him, but, um, eventually kind of finds him passed out in the village one night and brings him to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And from there they begin to develop a relationship with him and trust him. And they're like, you know, we could bring in a surgeon to re-break his leg and set it properly so that it heals mm-hmm. properly and try and, you know, do that. And they're like, would you like this? And he's like, oh, yes, please. That would be good. And, you know, and in beginning, it's just like some hyenas eat one boy and then they just assume that his brother is possessed because he stood there and watched the hyenas eat his brother and didn't move. And it's like... Okay. But there's also, like, there is some, like, straight-up demonic scenes with the boy in the hospital where he's, like, shaking and stuff and, like, doesn't like being touched by the cross and, like, the whole bed shakes and the whole room shakes. Does he not like being touched by the cross? I thought I remembered that happening. I don't remember. I remember, like, yeah, the bed shaking and everything, but then it turns out that it was because... 
I don't know. I don't feel. I don't think the cross thing is in there. Okay. But because it, what it turns out is that the doctor is the one that's possessed, and so like everything, like when the villagers break into the hospital to try and perform their own ritual to like cleanse the boy, mm-hmm. um, things don't start going wrong until she comes in and she starts yeah, screaming and, and she's screaming and they grab her and they're holding a knife to her throat and then that's when the bed starts rattling and windows are breaking and and, and bones are breaking and stuff like uh-huh. that right um and in dominion they just don't do that they're like no it's just the boy is possessed yeah <laughs> there, there is like the still the same character who's the father who has the two yeah. boys yeah the very christian names um james and joseph yep yeah um but yeah those kids are not involved in the plot yeah it's all about yeah this this strange boy who yeah like they they do reset his leg and he like starts to heal and he's like healing kind of like miraculously yeah um but there's yeah like the movie the movie ultimately was it's an exorcist movie it's supposed to be a horror movie right Cause like there, there's it's yeah. the, these scenes where like, like uh, when when they're about to, they're like doing surgery on the boy, and they've got like his leg cut open, and they're gonna like break the bone. Man, that looked nasty. Yeah. Um, and then there are three scenes happening uh, congruently here. There's the surgery on the boy, who were like, oh, it's probably demon possessed, and then um, the chiefs wife is having a baby mm-hmm. and then they've at this point excavated um the doors of the church and managed to get in but they don't want people robbing it because there's jewels encrusted in like the altar and though they so they've got some guards posted there and one of the guards is like we should go steal those gems yeah like the other one's like respect the stripes and he's like well money and then the other one's like okay yeah, it was like, he's like, well, they can't can't blame us for having a look, and he's like, yeah, that's a good point. And then once they get in there and they see all the jewels, he's like, yeah, no, fuck it, let's steal, <laughs> let's steal all of this. Yeah, so like they go to start prying gems off, they break the boy's bone, and then the chief's baby is born, and this is the same in both movies. They had the baby born covered in maggots. Yeah, stillborn hate it yeah oh it's definitely it's disturbing so so gross and i think that's kind of where this movie differs because like in the next scene um the major general um walks into the they're like sir you have to come see what happened in the church and they walk in and one of the soldiers is beheaded and his head is on a platter on the altar Mm -hmm. and the other one is nailed to the altar with like a knife we had knife in the palm knife in the palm and he's upside down with his feet up over the arms of the cross yeah like an upside down crucifix like in an upside down crucifixion pose um and so it's like you know in in beginning if they had kept that scene we would have seen them going crazy and killed them killing each other mm-hmm. but this one it's just you just see the aftermath of it yeah so it's like it is a horror movie kind of i guess a little bit like they're showing restraint it it just it it just doesn't have the pacing of a horror movie no it doesn't because again like these three scenes are happening i'm like oh something's building up and all of these three things you know they all end at the same time and then it's like and that's over and it's the next day 
Yeah. And then like, sir, come see something. And then these guys are dead. And then we're like, oh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't build up to a payoff because they need to be the time jump. But yeah, yeah, because like in the in the beginning, right? They find the old drunk guy strung up, the major general or whatever, is like, all right, I'm gonna go kill the chief, and yeah. he goes off and he kills the chief, and then they need to get out, and then war is ramping up from there to the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And and it's kind of paralleling like the little prologue that they do where there's like a, two warring armies that are all dead and mm-hmm. you know that it's the crusades and like they find the like pazuzu head statue and then it like pans out and there's just like a bunch of people crucified upside down and yeah um in this one they just kind of father Marin has already has found the church yep. himself and and is excavating it. He's an archaeologist now. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Like in in Dominion, he's already been there. Yeah, he's already part of the camp. He's already doing the archaeological stuff. I feel like mm-hmm. in the beginning he was called in to y- take part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like uh, by the drunk guy. He oh, like yeah. goes to recruit him and is like, "Hey, you should." Or is it? No, it's a different guy. It's the guy that he meets at the end. Oh right, the and drunk guy like, is just there. And he's that like, scene. "It's Father Marin." Now. Right. Yeah, the drunk guy's there at the end when he or when he gets to the the dig site or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, he's like recruited. They're like, would they want you because you're an archaeologist, but you have like history of being a priest. Mm-hmm. Um, they want your expert opinion. You're the only one that has the expert, you know, Christian knowledge uh, and archaeological knowledge to figure out what's going on in this christian church that predates christianity being in this part of africa yeah you know and in this one is just he's just doing his thing (laughs) they're just doing he's like i found a christian church it's older than it should be for this part of the world and then as they dig it out they're like oh this looks brand new you know and then they Mm -hmm. they actually unearth the doors and they go into the church and they're like oh it's spotless in here like yeah, and he, like, d- deduces, like, oh, they built it and then buried it right away. So, yeah. Because none of the stones are, like, weather-worn. Yeah. And and it's, they realize that they built it to, it's the same as in beginning. They built it to contain the evil that's beneath it, which is a pagan uh, temple where they performed human sacrifices. Yep, yep, yep. Um the demon statue that's in the pagan temple in this one though is not the pazuzu statue um yeah it's a little different it's a little different got kind of a snake penis thing going on yeah and i would have liked i think it's supposed to be a statue of lucifer is because if you see the drawing of lucifer it also has a snake penis. It has. He's got like a mouth in the crotch that two snakes are like coming out of. Mm-hmm. It's like that's weird. Yeah. Um, very weird. But uh, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, it's upsetting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so you know, in this one, it's just kind of there, and then you know, at the end, they say like, "Oh, the demon's gonna follow you now, Father," and so like we're supposed to. I guess just kind of know oh, they like superimpose the the demon like the white demon face from the exorcist over top of um Cheche's face at one point. Oh yeah. Cheche's the boy that's possessed. 
Yeah. I can't remember if we said his name or not. We did not. Yeah. They like superimpose it over his face in like what literally looks like they took a PNG <laughs> and just like faded it in and faded it out. Oh, yeah. It's real tasty. It's so bad. <laughs> um, so that's that's kind of where Dominion suffers the most is for me is like um like the just unfinished visual aspect of it is not like it kind of takes me out yeah um i think the ideas in it are a lot better although interestingly there's nothing about this church is built on the spot where lucifer fell to earth yeah the thing is that dominion like i said has all of the motivations it's it's well written from a character standpoint Everything makes sense of what the characters are doing, but for the, the most part, actual yeah, for the most part, that's a good clarification. Um, <laughs> it's just better yeah. than the beginning, but the beginning has a way more interesting setting for the horror. Yeah, whereas Dominion is, I feel like it actually suffered because it didn't focus enough on to make the point clear. But like, it is about Marin's journey. Yeah, it's not about this church. It's not about this demon. It's about Marin. Finding his faith, and they kind of gloss over that when it's when it's just like, oh shit, okay, demons, I need to exercise. Okay, I guess. Uh, sorry, sorry, God, sorry, I've been gone for so long. Forgive me. I'm yeah. gonna put on the vestments now. Um, yeah, it's 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 too bad because they spent a lot of time on his character and also rushed it at the same time. Yes, <laughs> you know what happened there. Um, yeah, the way just... stronger beginning. And then it really, it really peters off. There's a parallel scene that happens from the opening scene with the Nazis in um, the Netherlands that happens after the two soldiers are found dead. The Mm -hmm. British soldiers, the major general goes and rounds up all of the um, villagers, villagers, brings them into the town and um, is, is trying to find out, oh, excuse me, is trying to find out who killed his men Mm -hmm. because he doesn't believe the story from the villager that saw says he saw what happened which is that they were robbing the place and then they went crazy and killed each other yep he doesn't believe that and he wants to find out what's really going on and it's the same kind of thing where he like grabs a random woman and he's like i'm gonna kill her unless you know you tell me what's going on and and he's like talking to the villager and like through the translator and he's, he's saying he's like he he's telling you the truth he saw them go in he saw them arguing outside he saw them go in they started looting the place and then they started attacking each other and they killed each other and he's like that's not good enough and he shoots the woman and he's like i'm gonna kill more until i find out who um you know who did this like the problem like you don't respect me because you don't fear me like and i'm showing you like what what you have to fear. What you have to fear. And and he's like, like we're going to find out. We're going to get to the bottom of this. And then he, like, sends the villagers all back. Well, Marin steps in after he, he shoots the woman and just, oh, yeah. like, punches him out. Punches his lights out. He drops. Um, and then the sergeant major kind of steps in and rounds them all up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was a good, interesting parallel. And, like, the rising tensions between the British army and the villagers... Mm-hmm. like make sense whereas in the beginning it's like they're all going crazy because of demon stuff i guess yeah and this so yeah this one is a little more i guess ambiguous as to is the presence of evil in the boy and in the area in general 
you know, now that they've unearthed the church and opened up the temple underneath, is that, um, you know, letting this evil energy out? Because the timing does coincide. The timing coincides, right? Um, and is that what's causing everyone to start to lose it a little bit? I mean, certainly it's implied in this, I, you know, the, the British soldiers killing each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the temple where they're looting it like that that's sort of implied as like yeah the evil energy made them do that but then you know it, it is the the tribe's distrust of the british army and the church because they don't like the church they're like we want the church to be reburied mm-hmm. just we don't like it here we don't trust it cover it up and then you know there's they're even saying things like the, the 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 Christian evil. We want the Christian evil gone. Yeah. Right. So like they don't want. There's a scene where he's the the Father Francis has set up a school that has two boys. Like he only has two students in it. Oh yeah, it's uh, James and Joseph. James and Joseph. And then after the woman is killed, more children come from the village. And he's like, oh, I'm so happy to like thank your parents for um, letting you come to to school here this is so wonderful to see you and then uh james or joseph whichever one i don't remember yeah um is uh like translates it, for him translates for him and it's like basically they're like um they're here because they're scared of jesus christ and they don't want jesus christ to kill them the way he killed that woman last night yep um and then which is yeah wow yikes <laughs> one of the warriors from the tribe comes into the school and just starts killing the children yep because he's like we can't have the christian evil spread yeah it's brutal doesn't kill the priest interestingly enough nope leaves which him alive weird. yeah he did drop him so maybe maybe he was gonna like kill the kids and then make sure he was dead but we don't know yeah, because the one of the soldiers comes in and shoots him in the head. Yep, pretty much right after that. But yeah, and so there's this like growing tensions and like acts of violence happening, and it's and it's never made clear whether it's the presence of evil or if it's just this gross paranoia between the two groups. Mm-hmm. Like the British don't trust the tribe's people, and the tribe doesn't trust the British, and um, you know. Is it just human paranoia or is it actually the presence of a demon Yeah, that's causing this? And I think that's a really interesting idea. Mm-hmm. And I like that it's not as obvious as the beginning where it's like, no, they're all going crazy because that's what happens. <laughs> yep. It happened in the in the Crusades too. Also, here's a bunch of hyenas. Here's a bunch of hyenas. Um, so yeah, I mean, so it follows those kind of basic plot points that are in the beginning it just doesn't have that like horror movie setting yeah you know for sure because there's even like because while all of this awful stuff and death is going on the boy is healing and getting better yeah um and the father francis the priest father francis faja faja um (laughs) faja francis Father Frankie yeah. is like, uh, you know, like the boys or the, 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 the children were killed to when they, after coming to like his Sunday school, basically. Yeah. Um, and he's beside himself and he's in the, the hospital and he sees that like this boy is healing. Yeah. And he's like, 
this is a this is a miracle like this is the only good thing this is the only proof of god's presence and mm-hmm. he like goes to hang his rosary at the head of the bed or something and like lets the like the cross touch the boy's forehead yeah and the boy goes full demon possession smashes him across the room yeah and is like don't fucking touch me with that priest with yeah. like red eyes yeah, and like stuff. red eyes and maybe some demon teeth I think he just had bad teeth. He's had bad teeth. Okay. I mean, he's never seen a dentist in no, his life. No. Oh God, no. Can't even spell dentist. Um. But yeah. So yeah. And then his, this, this... his uh, uh, health uh, insurance doesn't cover it. Or something. Oh yeah. That's really what the the real tragedy of the movie. Excellent premiums though. Real low premiums. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what can you do? What can you do? Um. But yeah. So like, and the scar, like the the cross, like burned a scar into his forehead, right, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So. But it's like that happens, and it's like demon possession time. But but then like the boy lies back down and goes back to sleep, and then we go to the next day, when Father Francis is like, "I'm telling you, there's like a demon in him," and it's like, "No, that doesn't make any sense." Like you're drunk. How drunk are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and so it's like there there's no yeah there's no like ramping up. There's no compounding of um, suspense. Yeah. There's like little bits of horror in this drama. Yeah. It's mostly a drama. And I think, which like to me is fine. I think you can do a more like character focused drama within a horror setting and have it work. I think it's just, it needed to be tightened a little bit. Yeah. And maybe it did need this like overwhelming kind of sense of dread like there's there's a lot of like something happens and then like you said it cuts the next day mm-hmm. and what and like it's like okay yep. like cause like you know have Father Francis like scream and run out of the room and like go wake up Marin and, and Rachel and like bring them in and, like he's, he's fucking he's fucking demon possessed and they're like holy shit buddy calm down let's go take a look man yeah instead of just like (laughs) halting the like the momentum of the scene they needed jeff bridges to play father Marin. yes that would have been (laughs) great oh that's oh wow that's that's a whack crazy story man let's go (laughs) let's go take a look here what's going on i don't know padre everything looks fine (laughs) in here to me he's just uh Maybe you were have do you were did you get into my stash a little bit? You having a little green dream, you know what I'm saying? A little a little nightmare. Hey, it's cool if you did, man. Just let me know. <laughs> oh. Jeff Bridges is an exorcism movie, that would be great. Yes. What a different movie. Directed by the Coen brothers. Of course. <laughs> um Wow. Yeah. Or Owen Will Owen Wilson possessed by a demon. Owen Wilson plays the boy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that is a that is a painful cross you got there. Ow. Maybe you don't like, touch me with that. You like really burned me with that there. <laughs> uh. yeah, I know what you're thinking. The red eyes are a lot. But let me let me just uh, explain. <laughs> when did this show become we do celebrity impressions? I don't know. I'm really bad at them. Which is <laughs> I should, you're pretty good at them. I'm not. It started with the the fucking Jimmy Stewart impression. So long just, ago. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, and then 
it just kind of goes from there though right like we're it's just sort of the slow like oh maybe we should baptize him yeah well yeah the, the father's like we should baptize him let's ask him if he wants to yeah. be baptized and then like he wakes up and, like, and he's normal would you like to be baptized and he's like oh, yeah yeah and, and then apparently like, he requests okay. to have it done in the church yeah which is a red flag um a red flag. but like there is a baptism altar there so then the doctor rachel a baptismal who, font i believe yeah yes a baptismal font it was interesting i remember we were talking about the you beginning the, the baptismal font is Helvetican Comic Sans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Both going for the fun, trying to find the funniest font. Garamond. I believe it's Apple Chancery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're a Garamond man. <laughs> what else would I like? Some other stupid font? Mm. Um, no, I just thinking, last episode talking about the beginning, we got well into the movie before we were like, oh, by the way, there's also this nurse who is kind of a main character yeah but does not affect the plot and it's happened again in this one where i'm like oh right rachel she's the nurse she's there all the time doesn't affect the plot doesn't affect the plot has has the uh, um concentration camp tattoo Mm -hmm. doesn't affect the plot yep it's just kind of a detail yep he kind of sees it and she's like what are you looking at and he's like nothing Uh, hmm." yep I'm gonna go give water to the boy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they yeah they have like a bit of a moment where she like kind of opens up to be like, hey, I'm pretty sure we have shared trauma. Yeah, maybe we should talk about Do it. A trauma bond and then make out, and then the scene ends. They it's made, like they like, definitely made out. Oh, they definitely did not. Um, <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> this is the most sexless movie I've seen in a while. Yeah, you've seen a lot of saw. Is there a lot of sex in saw? Not really. But there's a lot of penetration. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. Um, so, Just not the fun kind. Yeah, I got it. Uh, it's a Dominion. Vaginal. Oh, God. <laughs> no. 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 I'm trying to think of nope. anything like... No one has their like, nipples ripped off or anything like that. There's not even like remotely... I don't think there's any nudity in the Saw movies, really. Oh. Yeah. And if there is, it's, like, not the kind you want. Yeah. Because usually they're about to be, like, cut in half or whatever. Mm. It's not important. Back to the exorcism of Chiche. Chiche. Uh, yeah, so they kind of go, like, baptize him. They want to go to the creepy church. Father Francis and Rachel, the nurse, are there. And then, like... You know, he tries to baptize him, and of course, he goes full demon possession. And he goes like, "No!" Um, and like smacks the priest. And then there's this scene where it like pans away from Cheche and Rachel, and they're moving normally. And then it goes over to the priest, who's suddenly like flying in the air in slow motion. Yeah. And we're both like, always oh, definitely gonna get slow mo impaled." on one of the spears that the angel statues are holding yeah faux show now nah. uh, he just hits a statue it, in, hurt, in hurts slow his mo. back and then he lands in not slow-mo and it's like ouch and the boy's like i warned you priest yeah and then father francis is like oh shit i gotta go now yeah he's i like, gotta get my book he's like, i gotta get my book i gotta get the roman to do an exorcism rituals, yeah see ya 
and leaves Rachel there with the demon. Yeah. Just fully pieces. Yeah. Uh, gets shot by arrows a bunch on the way back. Which we don't see. Which we also don't see. They just... He just runs away. Yeah. And then, again, the next day, yeah. they find him strung up on a tree with arrows at him. Yeah. And then uh, he's still alive. And then, so they bring him in. They're, like, treating him for his wounds. And he's telling uh, Father Mary, he's like, I need the last rites. I need the last rites, please, for my soul. And he's like, you're going to be fine. He's not. No. Hopefully, he read him those rites. He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> um. So he's in hell, so that's cool. Yeah. Because if a priest doesn't stand over you and read you your last rites, you go to hell? Yeah. What if you die in, like, a car crash or something? Go to hell. It's, like, instantaneous. Fuck, man. Catholicism sucks. Can you do it after the fact? I mean, if you look at the, um, like, span of of human history, you will see, in fact, that Catholicism (laughs) sucks. They have not been on the right side of it? Correct. (laughs) Yeah. But like no genuine curious question though like if like if I, if I'm Catholic and I get in a car wreck and like I get decapitated or whatever and I'm dead and there wasn't a priest in the backseat being like oh fuck oh you're gonna go to heaven um like what happens like do they gotta bring a priest to like the crime scene and then he goes like you know the padre fili spirito santi and you're good well yeah, it depends in your will how much money did you leave to the church. Mm, then you're going to hell. But is that a, is that a thing? Like, can you do it afterwards? I actually have no idea. Like, could Father Marin, like, you know, after he did the thing, be like, "Fuck!" I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Oh, everything's in its right place," and I feel like there's something I'm missing. I forgot. <gasps> Shit, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Francis. <laughs> He's like, right like oh, "Okay, I got the holy water. Okay, you're all good. You're good. You're gonna go to heaven. It's gonna be fine." <laughs> Talks him in. Do, do, do the crisscross here thingy. I'll uh, do the ashes on the forehead just in case. Uh, burn some incense. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. Because like it's it's weird. Yeah. Catholic. I mean, it's weird that they're like, if you don't drop some water on your their baby's head, it's gonna go to hell forever. Yep. Um. But also, like, they're like, we need to do the last rites for my soul, please. And he's like, bitch, I don't have time. <laughs> I must save Cheche. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, well, that's he... what he's like. He's like, you need to get the Book of Roman Rituals. He's like, I haven't forgotten. It's like, look, okay, I may have not been a priest for a while, but it's not like I forgot the last rites, okay? Like, I remember some stuff. I've been doing the last rites since you were dead. <laughs> I'm old enough to have last rites to your father. <laughs> Uh, um, but then he's like, no, he's not like, the last rites. The rite of exorcism. <laughs> Crash zoom on his face. And Father <laughs> Marin's like, whoa, that's heavy, man. <laughs> oh, I forgot he was played by Jeff Bridges. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And then uh, he and then he prays and he's like, Father, sorry, I've been a bad priest. I've been a bad Catholic. Please take me into your bosom and make no take my disbelief into your bosom and make me strong again help me help me believe yeah um all about that bosom all about the bosom uh god is busty apparently yes yeah this is known in it's canon yeah (laughs) it's canon (laughs) 
Um, God is well stacked in it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Ooh. So then he gets onto the vestments, and then he gets the exorcism thing, and then he goes to the church. Yeah. We don't, even, we don't even bother with the church part, actually. He's just, like, goes there, and then he's in the the undercroft. No, the, like, the, yeah. the sacrifice. Well, as he's going up to the church, uh, there's, like, an earthquake. Because I guess there, someone put stones in front of the door. Oh, the demon did. That's the right. The demon did. Okay. That's actually, like, right after Francis leaves. I think Francis leaves and is like, oh, the demon's in there. And he's and then, the, <laughs> and then this one's like, where's Rachel? And he's like, oh, I gotta go. Um, and then Marin's like, gonna go to the church. And then there's an earthquake and big rocks jut up in front yeah, of the door. That's right. So then Rachel's just there all night. Because, again, yeah. we cut to the next day. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so then, like, as he's going up, there's an earthquake and it, like, leaves the door, like, to the church exposed Yeah, a the two bit. rocks split a little. And there's, like, British soldiers, like, oh, perfect. And he's, like, going, and he's, like, don't go in there. And he, like, goes charging, like, don't follow me. And he just, like, <laughs> runs into the church. And yep. like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go to war with the tribes people, so fucking have fun in the church, asshole. Yeah, we're busy anyway. Um, and, yeah, and so then he goes in and he finds Rachel, and she's fine, I guess. She's, like, cowering and then kind of talks nonsense for a bit and says, like, he he brought me there. I want to go back. Let me go back. Mm. And is like kind of, and, you know, Marin is kind of like, snap out of it. Yeah. Um, it's like, back where? And then the demon's like, you'd like to go back too, wouldn't you, father? And then he sends him into a flashback to the first scene in the movie, except this time he is able to, uh, like you know, take action, and he grabs the Nazi's gun and shoots him in the head. And then the rest of the Nazis just kill everyone. Yep. And I don't know what the point of that was. Yeah, and so then it was supposed to be like the the demon can see Marin's guilt and, like, offers him absolution from the guilt by letting him relive that scene. And so then he comes back and he's like, hey, you don't have to be guilty anymore because you didn't choose the people to die. Yeah. And Father Marin is like, that fucking sucked. <laughs> He's like, I still did, though, because I'm here. I'm not dead, like, in the vision that we just saw where I got shot. So, like, obviously. <laughs> yep. Um, and, yeah. And then he kind of just does the, you know. He kind of just does the exorcism at that point, yeah. And then it works. And then there's, like, a fucking Aurora Borealis going on. Yeah. He gets boils all over his face that start to, like, pus and break. Because yeah. the demon is spitting moths at him. Yeah, and one of the, like... Uh, tribal people that we've met a few times like goes crazy and like starts beating his wife and like Rachel has run back to the hospital and she's like gonna kill herself yeah maybe. she grabs a knife and she puts it to her own throat yeah and Father Francis fucking we don't see him anymore we never see him he's dead there's that last rites scene where he's yeah. like the exorcism and then that's the last we see yeah. him um yeah but then the exorcism works and the demon fades away but then in the next scene the boy's body's there <laughs> well yeah yeah we see the there's a hyena outside that has glowing eyes oh that's right because the demon went into the hyena yeah classic demon which is biblical it works you know yeah, and yeah. jesus casting out the demons into the into the swine the beasts mm-hmm. and they run into the sea and drown 
Mm-hmm. Probably still eat the pigs. I don't think that the demons ruin the pig meat. For uh, Jewish people, yeah. The sour? Oh, okay. You can't eat possessed pig meat. Yes. Okay. Correct. Rough. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. A lot of them are possessed. <laughs> Most of the pigs have not been exercised before they go to the slaughter. Yeah, it's it's a problem That's in rough. the pig industry. Um, But yeah, so then... Wasn't it like wild boars? I don't know. This is Sunday school crap we don't need to get into. Yeah, um, I think it was probably wild boars. It, I think yeah. the translation is swine. And so boars is more likely given the area. Yeah, yeah. Um, But... Uh yeah, so then the exorcism works. Was that the start of the Boer War? Yep. Okay. As long as I have no further follow follow up questions. <laughs> Correct. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and then the and then, you know, Rachel didn't kill herself and we it, it's again, you know, the exorcism works. It cuts to the next fucking day. Yeah. And there's just a bunch of village people and some soldiers that are packing up. And it's like, okay, I guess they didn't go to war, even though we saw. They're like, like charging. Literally at each charging other. across the field. Yeah. But I guess they didn't go to war. And. There was also a lion eating something. That yes. It was unclear. A lion was eating something that we got a shot of that with the Aurora Borealis happening behind it. Yeah. And I was like, this is the most confusing shot so far yeah um and we do see rachel like put the knife down and not kill herself yeah which was helpful but then also he goes to a grave and it's father francis's grave and we're like oh i guess he ate it in the night like that's right that is the next time we see father francis is his tombstone yeah yeah he's just dead and then that's when i remembered that in beginning there was this whole thing about empty graves and like there's a mass grave and yeah in the, the, the be- church faked it because they didn't want anyone going near the church yeah in the beginning they like, sent the church that as priest. an entity didn't want anyone going near the church that was buried the building yeah yeah like i think in the beginning they send the priest character to try to keep things hushed up yeah like he's in on it yeah um and Marin like uncovers the the plot of well, the church yeah so he's in on that but he's also kind of going to see if like the rumors are true that this is the church that's built on the spot where lucifer fell yeah which again is a compelling what idea a, what a concept really didn't do enough with not enough um and then yeah for this one it's just like there's just some sacrificial demon chamber beneath a church that was built and then immediately buried nothing else to it because it's really just about Marin finding his faith again yeah. by exercising a demon. Yeah. Um, it almost yeah. felt like like there almost didn't even need to, like they just needed to have an exorcism in this movie. For the namesake, yeah. I guess, yeah. They're like, well, we're doing an exorcist movie, so there should be an exorcism. And I guess it's trying to set up the relationship between him and the demon that he'll come to face again in yeah. the original exorcist mm-hmm. um which is like maybe the one thing that i felt beginning did better because they actually name the demon and i don't even know if they named the demon but like oh, they, they have they have like the statue the uh, yeah the statue that's in the temple and the little like um uh, uh, idol, mm, yeah. Um, 
are the same as the ones that he finds in northern Iraq later in the original Exorcist. Right. And, and so it's like, because there's this scene in the beginning of the original Exorcist where he's just like standing on top of these ruins, staring across at this statue of this demon. And, and it's like staring back at him and it's like real intense and it's this like standoff and it's like, what, like he, there's clearly something going on here that we as the audience don't understand. Hmm. And it's like now makes sense. It's like, oh, the last time he saw this was in this temple underneath this church that, you know, mm-hmm. depending on which version you want to accept as canon, either he was, sac- you know, exercising a demon out of a woman he liked or was trying to save a young boy but yeah like the idea is that like he's encountered this demon before yeah and yeah again as far as endings go dominion happier ending the he exercises the demon out of the boy yeah and then now the boy's fine yeah and he's gonna help the nurse he does have to say goodbye to the nurse they do have like a little bit of a moment and she's like write me asshole Mm -hmm. and he gives her a kiss on the cheek and does not agree to write her and walks away whereas in the beginning you know it turns out the boy isn't possessed it's her that's possessed and there's a lot of weird exorcism stuff and she's running down a tunnel all demon crazy and then smashes into an invisible wall and the demon's gone and then she's like you saved me whoops my brains are falling out of my head yeah and then she bleeds out and dies yeah and then he goes and meets the guy that he met in the first scene, and he's like, I didn't find what you were looking for. He's like, but you did find something, didn't you, Mr. Marin? And he's like, it's Father Marin now, and like reveals the collar. And then he, and then he walks towards the green screen. Yeah, walks towards the Vatican. Dot PNG. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So very different. Like, it's weird, it's weird how similar, like, you know, they were, and yet how, how very different they felt, you know, the two movies. Yeah. Can you definitively say one is worse than the other? Huh. Because the way that you presented it to me is that, like, they put out one, and everyone was like, this is garbage, and then they were like, okay, well, what about this other one we made? And then it was like, okay, well, that's still not great. Yeah. And I, I, I think overall Dominion is a better film. A better film. That is accurate, yeah. I think it is better... It has some good writing. <laughs> more thought-out film. Yes. You know, like, they... they And they tried to do something interesting and different and say something mm-hmm. about the character. Um, but then I, as far as, like, horror stuff, the beginning almost had... almost none of it. Yeah, the beginning had so much demon stuff... And so much horror that it was like, and people were going crazy. I was going crazy. I think, I think the idea in Dominion was to like show the outcome of horrific events, you know, like people crucified upside down, that kind of stuff, guy mm-hmm. nailed to the tree. Um, but not necessarily show the act of violence and maybe the, um, Cause like the most violent thing we see in this is the freaking major general blowing his brains out. Yeah, that's like the only act of like actual violence we witness happening. Everything else yeah. is like you know 
guy bursts into the school with a spear and like knocks the priest over and then you know we see what happened after which is he stabbed a bunch of kids to death and like crushed their heads and it's like that's horrific yeah so i feel like in dominion we're we're supposed to be like disturbed more than we are supposed to be horrified or scared yeah right that's that's actually yeah i was thinking i was thinking about the general and in both movies the general kills someone and then later kills himself Mm -hmm. that happens in both the way it happens is very different because in the beginning after killing someone the general is like in his tent tending to his insects because he loves collecting butterflies yeah he does the thing where you pin dead butterflies to a canvas and yeah which is very british in my mind it's weird um and then they all start flapping yeah and he's like okay fuck this and blows his brains out. Yeah, he's like, I'm going crazy. Time to die. Or he like, <laughs> he like goes to kill himself, and then like pauses for a minute, and then like a butterfly like slowly crawls out of his mouth, and then he's like, okay, fuck this, and kills himself. Yeah, he like puts the gun to his head, and then the butterfly comes out of his mouth, and he's like, mm, in the mouth is better. <laughs> yes. And then shoots himself through that way, right? Whereas Dominion, Dominion, he's like, I need you to give. He says to the sergeant major, he's like, I need you to give Father Francis a message. Father Marion. Or Father Marin, sorry, yeah. Tell him I understand now what he's been going through. I understand, like, his suffering, but the only way out is this. And then, like, before the Sergeant Major can say anything, he, like, whips his gun out and shoots himself in the mouth yeah. and kills himself. Because he's guilt-ridden. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, which is, like, that's kind of, Yeah. A pretty good, like, comparison right there, I think. Of, like, in one of these, this human being did something awful, can't handle it, and kills himself in front of someone. Mm -hmm. And then in the other one, it's like, crazy supernatural stuff is happening, and this person is going to horrifically kill themselves. Yeah. Very different tones. Very different tones. And, yeah, it's, it's, was he... Did he kill himself just because he was overcome with guilt, or was the presence of evil forcing his hand to commit the acts that caused him to become overrun with guilt, mm-hmm. or is it just human nature? It asks questions, mm-hmm. you know. It's... Or is the real force of evil the British Empire? Ah. Ooh, do we have British people that listen to the show? <laughs> Not anymore. Whoops. We also don't have any more Catholic I listeners. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, any Jewish listeners we have are on the fence, so... <laughs> yeah, that's fair. We're, uh... But, hey, I made shakshuka for breakfast the other day, and it was delicious. Ooh, nicely done. Yeah. So, props to... Who says you need pork? <laughs> Americans. Americans. Yeah. yeah, they love their pork products. Um, And who... And, you know... Fair enough. Have you ever tried pork rinds? Like, from the bag? Yeah, they're weird. They're freaking disgusting. Yeah. Have you ever had like cracklins though? No. You can go to, like a pig, like you roast a whole pig and then they got like the crackly skin. Oh, yes. That's kind of good. I don't mind that. Yeah. I think if you see the pig get roasted, it really takes away from the enjoyment of it. <laughs> yeah, fair. That's how I personally feel about it. <laughs> fair. I have been in this situation. Is it easier if the head is not on the animal? Yes. Because, like, I can roast a chicken, no problem. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? That's fair. Yeah. No, I mean, if you have a whole pig and then someone's like, the cheeks are really good. Want me to cut the cheeks off the face and feed them to you? And I'm you, like, no. No, you do, though. It's really good. I've been told. <laughs> I still don't. I The no. guanciallo, man. You want. That's how. If you're going to make like a real carbonara, you got to go get from the butcher shop, get the guanciallo from the. I mean, you can get it just on a styrofoam tray. Just go talk to the butcher. Say, hey, I want the cheek pig cheek meat. And he'll be like, all right, I'll be right back. I will not do that. Okay. It's too bad. It's really good. I believe Because everyone makes carbonara with bacon. And it's like, all right, yeah, I get it. It's like pork. It's like high in fat. You mix it in with the egg and stuff. It makes like a nice, delicious, greasy, creamy, eggy, porky noodle thing. But that cheek meat is... Yeah. It's the good shit. Um, I get what you're saying, though. You don't want to, like, bite into the snout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very much not. Yeah. So how do we how do we now wrap these our experience up with watching these two versions of this movie? Well, I think we mm, no you, you go, oh, go ahead. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. No, you go. Okay. Okay. I'll go. Do you think <laughs> this experiment was interesting and worthwhile? Yes, it was a weird trip to watch a movie that we had already seen, but things were different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like being in the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. Because the closest we've ever done come to doing something like this is when we watched two Mars movies that came out in the same year. Yeah. And that's just like, here's two people that had a similar idea and just happened to put them out at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Which was funny. Whereas this was like, people made something, realized their mistake, <laughs> tried to correct it, ended up making it worse, and then tried to rectify the situation by doubling down on their original investment and nothing good came of any of it. Nothing at all. <laughs> and we've now dedicated four hours of our life to this, so... Mm-hmm. So it has to be worth it. Yeah. Otherwise, that's unacceptable. <laughs> Otherwise, what's this all been about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hate to break it to you. This is episode, like, 67 or 68 or something like that. We... <laughs> really high up there now. We've wasted a lot of time. <laughs> Some of it's been good. Some of it has been good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think all that's left is to rate each of these movies. Yeah. So, the beginning is one big pile of shit. Yes. That is one big pile of shit. And Dominion is one big pile of shit. (laughs) That is one big pile of shit. I mean, it is, right? Like, I guess it is, yeah. Like, You I compare can't... the two and you see what's better and what's worse between them. But, you know, take a step back and look at either of them as a movie on their own and you're like, no, yeah, this was bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, that's a good point. Because, like, if I had watched this movie first, mm-hmm. like, let's say we had done this one first and then gone and done Exorcist the beginning, I feel like I would have been much harsher on both of them agreed you know what i'm saying yeah um further if you're interested this this version uh has 29 percent on dominion dominion has 29 percent on rotten tomatoes okay and exorcist the beginning uh has 10 percent okay so this is appropriate yeah so one is over twice as as good yeah and they're both bad (laughs) and they're both bad i I think 
Dominion is more interesting and has better ideas, but is just not well executed. Mm-hmm. And the beginning is just a generic horror crap fest with terrible with CGI no ideas. Yes, with no ideas. Yes. Um, I mean, nothing's as bad as the fucking CGI hyenas in this one, or the CGI <laughs> cow. Oh, the CGI cow. We didn't even talk about that. Oh, yeah. The cows eat hyenas in this movie. Yeah. Uh, there's a scene where there's like a cow eating a dead hyena and the the chieftain comes over to be like, this is because you guys opened that church. Fucking put that church away. Yep. Fucking put that church away because you're ruining everything. Look at this. <laughs> and then it you, there was a real cow eating a dead hyena. Probably not a real dead hyena, but whatever, right? Yeah. Some hay that they dyed red. And then... There's like a CGI shot of a cow that looks like it's from an episode of Beast Wars. Yes. Just like falling over dead. Yep. And it like doesn't look like the same cow. It's a different color. Yep. It has N64 textures. Like it's <laughs> It's bad. It's, it's real bad. It's real bad. So Oh half expected Banjo and Kazooie to come hopping out on the screen. Would have saved No, it wouldn't have. Not even Banjo or Kazooie could save this. No. But you know who could? Crash Bandicoot. No. No. Uh, no. Good poll, though. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Ultimately, we learned nothing. <laughs> the search continues. Yeah, the search will continue next month with something. Something. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um. But yeah, but before we sign off, do you have uh, any any Halloween recommendations for our listeners? Um, if you're in Abbotsford on October 28th, come to the screening of Night of the Living Dead, hosted by me mm. and the Abbotsford Film Society. Um, in terms of Halloween recommendations, what do I got? What do I got? What do I got? Um, I watched Ring You for the first time, or Ring, uh, which is the Japanese version of the Ring. Oh, um, not scary really at all, but uh, an interesting and well put together kind of mi- supernatural mystery kind of movie. Oh, cool. Uh, but if you're looking for Halloween spooky kind of things, uh, there's a really good Canadian movie called Blood Quantum, which is a zombie movie. That's maybe kind of the only zombie movie to come out in the last uh, fucking how long? You know, forty years that actually uses the genre to make any sort of commentary on anything. Oh. So that's interesting. Uh, it takes place in Quebec, and um, it's set in a world where a zombie apocalypse has occurred, and um, indigenous people are immune. Whoa. Or seem to be immune to the... to the Zombie virus? Zombie virus, but everyone else is not. Wow. Um, so that's really good. Check out Blood Quantum. Yeah. Sweet. That's my Halloween recommendation. Beauty. Um, it's gnarly though. It's okay. Yeah. I know that if you tell me something is gnarly, I need to buckle up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm way more squeamish uh, than you are. And check out all nine Saw movies in a <laughs> short in a short period of time. Really, as short a period of time as possible. Yeah. If, if you, you can do them in a day, do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many hours is that altogether? Can you know. even do that in one day? Just have a marathon yeah. weekend. Oh yeah, they're 
they're not they're shorter than two hours pretty much all of them so you could easily do that in a day there's only nine of them yikes 15 16 hours of movies maybe don't do it (laughs) don't do it it's not worth it um but yeah for everything else uh about the show thanks for listening thanks for uh you know like and subscribe Mm. um leave a review if you can five stars is great um it is as great as it gets yeah we appreciate it thank you yeah and for all of our links and stuff, linktr.ee slash retrocrappod has links to our Patreon, all of our socials. Um, I'll throw the the link to the film screening in there as well, mm. either on there or in the description of the episode on whatever podcast app you're listening to. There'll be a link there. Yeah, it'd be real cool if uh, a lot of people came to that screening. I'd really like that. Heck yeah. Um, got a lot of cool things planned in the future around that as well so Mm. yeah uh i hope to see everyone there and we'll be back next month with another episode of uh, the show where we talk about a thing and it's gonna be good probably not maybe we'll bring up food maybe we'll bring up food and do celebrity impersonations i will definitely do some celebrity (laughs) impersonations um but until next time keep watching crap Mm. i love that crap i love it